Welcome to the Ian Corzine Show. I'm Ian Corzine, your social media lawyer. I've been advising top social media creators for about 12 years. Now it's your turn. Whether you're an upcoming social media influencer or a content creator bringing in the millions, you gotta understand how to grow your audience the right way and not risk fines or worse, jail time. That's where I come in on the Ian Corzine Show. My guests and I break down what you need to succeed for becoming a top influencer. If you're ready to grow on social media the right way, I'm here to help you. This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to the Ian Corzine Show. I'm Ian Corzine, your social media lawyer. Today, I'm detailing some of the real problems with this new but popular app called Clubhouse. By the end of today's talk, I think you're going to see, like I do, the looming Clubhouse disaster. But before we get there, let me ask you the question. Do you Clubhouse? Do you even know what it is? Uh, Well, early last year, it was started, I guess it was March of 2020, and it was launched as a beta project. And that meant that your participation in Clubhouse was invite only. This little feature, you know, created a lot of buzz Um, It was exclusive to only certain influencers. And now this buzz turned into even huger interest, uh, especially during the pandemic when people were home all the time. And so they wanted to listen to the app and they wanted to participate with the app. Basically, Clubhouse is an interactive podcast. It's audio only. When you're a member, you can form a room, you can create an event, and you can allow people into that room. You can let them appear on stage and join you for a discussion of a particular topic, or they can ask questions. It's actually really amazing. Uh, The best part is that you get some good access to the most famous people in the world, the top influencers in the world. You just have to be brave enough to speak cogently, and I really encourage you to do that, (laughs) uh, when you're summoned onto stage and your mic is hot. After using Clubhouse and listening to it and also hosting a weekly show with my good friend, Craig Polson, I have identified some key problems with the app that I think will eventually lead to a disaster uh, relating to the Clubhouse platform. So let's dive into the problems. Let's talk about them one by one. The first one was brought to my attention by Craig He uh, had seen a tweet by Casey Neistat, who's obviously very popular on YouTube, one of the top uh, influencers and creators there. And and Casey was saying in the tweet that it's a shame there was no incognito mode for Clubhouse. And basically what that means is that when you are using Clubhouse and you want to visit a room, your visitation to that room is public. Uh, Everyone sees you coming in. Now, you don't necessarily have to talk. You, you know, we would raise your hand in order to signal that you would like to talk, but just your mere presence is known. Now, for me, and maybe you, that's not a big deal. I mean, you can just show up at a room and and no one really cares. But think if you're a top influencer, uh, think if uh, you're very famous, like you're Lady Gaga or, or, or Oprah or something like that. When you show up in the room, I think the first Uh, inclination of the moderator or the host is to bring you up on the stage. Your presence there makes that room more high profile. And it's a shame because a lot of the top influencers aren't going to use Clubhouse because they don't want to be brought up to the stage. They don't want to talk. They just want to listen in on a conversation. So that's one of the big problems with Clubhouse. There is no incognito mode. There is no way to listen in to a room not participate, just listen, and not have your presence be known. So that is actually discouraging a lot of top creators from participating in Clubhouse. Uh, 
The other uh, big problem that I see, and and it's been documented time and time again in the in the newspapers and and uh, the news sources, is there's no user recording. So what does that mean? It means that, you know, a lot of times in Clubhouse, there are some really great content. There are some, you know, lively discussions. There are some disclosures made. There's some news made in these rooms. So a lot of people would like to record what goes on and then multi-purpose it, you know, use it for maybe a, a YouTube video or use clips for Instagram or Instagram reels. But there is a rule outlawing that. Um, but I will tell you this, that even though there's a rule outlawing that, it happens all the time uh, through technology. I don't even know all the technology, but there's hardware technology that allows people to record the, the room discussions. Also, people are, have been screen recording or audio recording from their phone, the discussions. So this brings up the point about lack of privacy. You know, a lot of people kind of go to Clubhouse and they join a room because they think only the people in that room are listening. But actually, the people in that room are listening, but some of them may be recording this conversation without you knowing about it uh, and then using it for some other purpose. Now, not only does this violate your confidence, but this actually violates dozens and dozens of laws across the globe. There are many countries, there are many states in America that outlaw recording of your voice without your permission. So that's a, a real, real concern. And do you want to know a secret? <laughs> the secret is also that Clubhouse itself records every conversation in every room. They say temporarily, and they say it's for the purpose of, you know, supporting incident investigations. But it's important for you to know before you join, you know, everything that you say in a room is being recorded. Uh, plenty of social media platforms have that same you know, point. They say, listen, you know, yeah, we do record what goes on on, you know, YouTube videos or what goes on on lives only for the purpose of, of uh, you know, documenting problems. Uh, we, we put it, we archive it and then eventually it goes away. But you know what? These days data is, is so easily stored that I suspect as well as a lot of top people, uh, a lot of creators uh, that actually everything we do online is being recorded and can be accessed at any time. So, one of the things that um, you should know if you want to participate in Clubhouse is it is not private. I mean, I've heard some people say it's semi-private. Don't, don't assume that. Realize that if you're going to go up there and you're going to talk about some incendiary dis discussion, you're going to talk about, you know, coronavirus, or you're going to talk about uh, um, uh, QAnon, uh, something like that, understand that that could be recorded and used against you despite the fact that it's against the law and it's certainly against Clubhouse's terms of service. Uh, another problem that I've identified is when you're just using the app. You know, I, I know I can't show you because we're on a podcast right now, but if you're using the app, down in the lower right-hand corner, there is a button for muting, and it's so small. And I have to tell you that it that leads to problems. One is you realize when you're leading a discussion, you're a moderator, uh, or if you're you're wanted to to participate, go on stage, that you really have to work that mute button quite a bit because, you know, when there's a lot of people in the room, you don't want to have background noise or you know maybe you forgot to turn it off. You want to make it as clean a show, so to speak, as possible. But the button is so small that a lot of times you miss it. Um, I I know there's going to be problems in the future with people thinking they push mute and they really didn't and. <laughs> audio or other noises are going to be transmitted into the room without them knowing. So that I foresee to be uh, being a problem. The other problem I think is the hand raising. 
the, the mute button is replaced by the hand raise button when you're not speaking or when you're not on stage. So there's no central location for the mute button. Like, you know, even, even if you um, wanted to, uh, you can't mute yourself while listening. Here's what I, why I bring this up is that, you know, sometimes, you know, you hand raise, you forget about it. Um, and then maybe you're called up to stage and then your mic is hot. And so whatever's happening in the background is being recorded. So they really need to have separate buttons for a hand raise, separate button for a muting. And you need to be sure that you are not being recorded. And that's one of the problems I see with uh, Clubhouse. They got to change that setup. It's, it's uh, ridiculous. The other thing that, that really comes up and, and, and frustrates the heck out of me for using Clubhouse is that while I am an iPhone user, did you realize that Clubhouse is only on iOS? And you know the stats, right? Uh, I think in 2019, 2020, only 14% of the world was using iPhones. I guess it's something like 86% of the world right now is on Android. And what's so interesting about Clubhouse is why the heck did they create this app, but it's only available for iPhones? Why, why wouldn't they have created it for Android, the, the vast majority of users? So right now, Clubhouse is really small, uh, and only the people that can afford iPhones, um, or I guess I guess choose um, you know, iPhones, uh, can use the app. So that's something also that's just kind of you know, perplexing about Clubhouse is why the heck it's not on Android. It's crazy. Um, the, the other one that I think that I'm the only one <laughs> willing to talk about um, is on Clubhouse, there is a lot of boring content. You know, uh, I've talked about this in some of my videos on YouTube. There is an increase of content on social media. And what a lot of the content that's getting more popular is short form. So um, it started, gosh, it started with stories uh, with Snapchat and then went on to Instagram and stories were, I think, I don't, to be honest, I still have not figured them out exactly. Um, I don't know what the value is of them. Um, but they were there to say, listen, I know creators don't have the time to script, to produce, to edit their videos. So why not just record yourself on your cell phone and do a quick 15 second or so video to let people know what you're doing. And people like that because it was so easy to do. Um, and then eventually we have TikTok. And of course, that's the same kind of thing. Um, quick videos. Uh, YouTube now has YouTube shorts. There's Instagram reels. Um, everybody is moving to the shorter form content. And I got to tell you, while it's great you know, for a lot of people who focus on making pithy and to the point content on the short form, you know, uh, special social media, there's a lot of people out there who are not putting a lot of time and energy into it. And I think that that's coming up in Clubhouse. We're seeing people out there uh, wanting to do a huge, what Craig and I call a land grab, you know, that's a new app. I want to get as many followers as possible. There's not as much content on it. So I want to be there all the time. And so what they're doing is they're not planning their content. They're just showing up and they're just saying, okay, what do you guys want to talk about? And sometimes there are real long, gaps um, uh, between audio uh, because people aren't paying attention. There's inexperience on the platform. And I, and I, again, I don't want to, you know, characterize people as being inexperienced, especially, but you know, there, there is some value to having some training on how to moderate a show. 
And there's a lot of people out there, especially younger kids, <laughs> where the shows are just, they're, they're, they don't have quality. Um, a lot of people who show up on the shows, whether or not they be on stage or maybe they're asked to be a guest, uh, have an inability to get to the point. And a lot of it, I think, stems from the fact that the audio, or sorry, that the, the app is audio only. A lot of us, not myself, a lot of us can do multiple things at a time. And I think you put the earbuds on and you start typing an email and you're, and then you're on stage on Clubhouse. And so what happens is you're not present, so to speak. And so you didn't listen to the question that was asked. So you have to re-ask, you have to ask them to re-ask the question. You have to have a moment to think. Um, maybe it takes you some time. Maybe you have to go, uh, well, uh, uh, to get to the point. And so a lot of the content is not only boring, but it's, it's just lacking in quality. Uh, the other part too, which I don't know if anybody's talking about, is that there are some OG clubhousers who are famous people. Um, can I say the word Grant Cardone? <laughs> and what I think is happening is that a lot of the famous people are either being paid or, or encouraged in some way to be part of these rooms merely so that their name can pop up on the alert that pops up on your phone when a new room is started. And so what ends up happening, I mean, I'm just going to use Grant Cardone as an example. I'm sorry, but he comes up all the time. And so what I've done multiple times, is, oh, Grant, I would love to learn about real estate advice. What, you know, how's the market? How's Bitcoin going? And so I will click on it. I will enter the room and he will rarely, if ever, speak. You know, he'll be on stage, he'll be muted. Um, and I, I, I'm just sure, you know, one of his staff is, is there and basically is, is allowing him to, you know, be present in the room, but he's not participating. So it's a lot of a bait and switch, you know, it's a lot of times you go, oh my gosh, you know, top influencers on there, but they're not really on there. They're just, you know, muted and maybe they're working out and it's in the background. So it leads to a lot of times, you know, you're just like, uh, it's, it's not, it's not real. What, what, what's been you know, described in the notification is not real. That's another negative to Clubhouse right now. The, the huge land grab too. You're starting to see a lot of people out there saying, oh my gosh, you know, I got to get big on Clubhouse. So they're doing whatever they can uh, to, to start up you know, a room here, an event there. And some people are on, it, it appears to me and my friends all day long trying to get uh, more followers and you know, whatever is fine. I don't begrudge them from doing that, but it's, it's not the reason for the app. You know, it's not the reason is to get followers. The reason is to come up with some good content that can add value to someone else's lives uh, and, and uh, you know, take some benefit from it. So that's what I'm seeing there. But a lot of these problems that I've described right now are adding up to what I perceive as the looming clubhouse disaster. And the reason I can predict it is not like I'm... <laughs> you know, some, some special guy who can see into the future, but it's because I've seen so many other social media platforms go this way. Listen, I'm not, I'm a big free speech person. Um, so I believe that, that on social media, almost anything goes with the exception of, uh, uh, of imminent, you know, uh, incite, citing harmful communications, uh, or a situation where whoever is hosting the the platform has the ability to control the time, date, and place for the speech. So those are the exceptions that I believe that are for the First Amendment. But I will say that we are seeing a lot of 
what would I say? There's, there's hate content. There's misinformation on the platform. Um, and it's, it, it's not satisfying. And it's almost less about whether or not there should be free speech on Clubhouse and more about it's just not something I want to be part of. And so it's, it's discouraging me uh, from using the app because I don't want to hear people yelling at each other. You know, a lot of the discussion you see in Clubhouse is very civil uh, and it's, it's entertaining. But there's some other stuff out there that's not. You'll have people yelling back and forth to one another. You'll, you'll have people getting really emotional, uh, not planning their content out so they feel a need to, to do something on the air. Um, so I will say that, that, you know, Clubhouse, I believe at some point is going to be, you know, argued as being a platform for misinformation. There's also the thought, you know, recently we had the Wall Street Bets subreddit uh, and the people, the users of that subreddit kind of band together and do a mass manipulation of the stock market. I was going to say that you know, Clubhouse would be the perfect place <laughs> for future uh, manipulators to go because on subreddit, at least, you know, there's some delay. There's some friction between, you know, a post and someone seeing it. On Clubhouse, it's all live uh, and it's not documented. In other words, Clubhouse shows you can't listen to later on in time, whereas in a subreddit, you can always see the comments and who made them, even though some people are anonymous on the platform. There is some written record on, on Clubhouse, you know, like, like I said, so to speak, the show is not recorded. Uh, and so, so people can't access it. So I could see how there would be almost like rooms or, or cults develop on Clubhouse where they would say, okay, guys, we're all going to show up at 9 a.m. and we're going to talk about how we're going to manipulate this stock price. So I could see a, a big potential for collusion, uh, so to speak, as it goes forward on the stock market and that, be, that happening on Clubhouse, definitely. And then as you guys probably know, I'm a big uh, proponent of copyright law. I speak about it all the time uh, on YouTube. I speak about, you know, what is copyright? Uh, what is fair use and what is, you know, what are trademarks and all the kind of intellectual property things. And I see the potential on Clubhouse for huge copyright violations. It's absolutely unregulated right now. I mean, if you're on YouTube right now and I try to put a Drake song on one of my videos, it's going to be flagged. I'm going to get a copyright claim. I likely will get a copyright strike due to a DMCA takedown notice. Well, on Clubhouse, as far as I've been able to perceive, People are playing popular music in the background or they're talking about music and then they're playing it, um, uh, you know, through their, their microphone. And technically, that's illegal. Uh, these people, I'm assuming, don't have the permission of Drake, don't have the permission of Coldplay to play this music. And they're doing it on Clubhouse and Clubhouse is doing nothing about it. So what does that mean? That means that, you know, frankly, Clubhouse is really not following DMCA law right now and could be sued themselves for a copyright. Uh, certainly the individual creators could be sued for copyright violations. But what's so interesting to me is that it's such a big deal on all the other platforms, literally all the other platforms. They have huge uh, you know, amounts of rules, but they have huge structure, AI in place to guard against these copyright violations because they know they're going to get slammed by the big corporations, the, the, you know, the music development companies. Uh, so far on Clubhouse, it's kind of like anything goes. So cool for right now, for those of you that want to do a music listening show, great. But I got to tell you, the, the, the time is, is uh, 
is being reduced on that. I mean, it's it's not going to happen uh, for much longer because I know at some point in time, Sony is just going to sue and there's going to be a big problem. And I say, I believe a, a looming copyright disaster on Clubhouse. Um, so those are the things that I believe are going to happen that are really going to create disaster for Clubhouse coming in. There's some problems we talked about, but the fact that there's going to be a lot more misinformation, it's going to be active misinformation. The fact that there's going to be potentially uh, mass manipulation um, could be of the stock market or of some you know computer network structure. Uh, and then, of course, the copyright violations that are going rampant on Clubhouse right now. At some point in time, this is all going to heat up and we're going to you're going to see in the headlines Clubhouse sued or you're going to see some creators sued uh, or you're going to see a regulation from the government saying, you know, we're going to ban Clubhouse because it is, you know, uh, actively violating the law. So. That being said, um, would you like to use Clubhouse? <laughs> you know what? I, I, you might as well try it. And I was going to give you some advice if you wanted to try it. If, you have, if you're not already a member and you would like to be, the best way to, to use Clubhouse is one, you got to have an iPhone. Uh, but two, if you know anybody as a member, you can ask them to invite you as a member. When you join Clubhouse, you get two free invites. And then as you begin to use Clubhouse, those invites go up. So I think recently I just got 10 invites uh, because I've been doing a show uh, on a weekly basis. So that's what you should do is ask a member to invite you. Uh, it's very easy to sign up. It is kind of interesting, the process that you're required to put in your cell number and they ask you for your contacts. And I think they use that because they mine that to be able to have more users. Um, and then, but Regardless, I guess you're, you're, if you're using social media right now, you're probably giving up your privacy anyway. Um, but uh, the other thing you do is go to the Clubhouse app subreddit and you can engage there. I wouldn't encourage you to make your first post say, please invite me, but I would engage there with the people. And then when you feel comfortable and you've been a nice member of the subreddit community, maybe you could reach out and ask someone to invite you. Like I said, if there are clubhousers out there, they're getting more and more invites. So um, it shouldn't be a problem there. And then the quick way uh, I've, I've seen is if you go to fiverr.com, there are people right there right now who for like five bucks will invite you to use Clubhouse. So if you absolutely have to be a member right now, uh, you can't wait. Uh, to develop a relationship on, you know, with someone who's a member or on the Clubhouse subreddit, you can certainly go to Fiverr and do it that way. My prediction is that things will not end well with Clubhouse, but in the meantime, I'm going to use it. Uh, I am enjoying it. Uh, I'm, I'm loving connecting with people. I recently did a show where a lot of people were asking my legal advice on things, and I thought I thought that was a great way to do it. Um, so. It is enjoyable, but I think in the future, they've got to fix a lot of the problems we talked about today, and they got to fix some of those major issues like, you know, market manipulation, copyright issues, uh, and misinformation. So I think it's going to end up in a difficult spot, but I would love to know what you think. So if you would mind after listening to the show, email me at podcast at iancorzine.com. That's podcast at iancorzine.com. Put any comment you have right there. Uh, ask any questions about Clubhouse. I've been using it 
for a while so I could certainly answer those questions. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you got some value of today's talk. By the way, as a reminder, go to iancorzine.com to get all the answers to your social media law questions that you may have. And please remember to subscribe to the Ian Corzine Show. It would be great if you can go on to Apple Podcast and leave a rating and review the podcast. I'd like to move up the charts. That'd be awesome. All right, that's enough for today. I'm Ian Corzine, your social media lawyer, and I'll see y'all next week.